Hello and Happy New Year's Eve. Welcome back to another episode of Kate's Corner. It's been a while since I made a podcast and unfortunately that was due to um, having a lot going on at school with midterms and um, over the last few weeks my family's had COVID so just dealing with recovering from that but I am back and ready to make this New Year's Eve podcast and I'm really hoping that in 2021 I'm able to get on a stricter podcast schedule so that I'm able to make more content and release it at a more normal rate. I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm going to be doing a 2020 recap of music and movies, and it's going to be some that were released this year specifically, but then also some that are just some favorites that I listened to or watched. So I'm going to start off with albums, and this isn't in any order in which they were released or anything. It's just ones that come to mind. So I'm going to start off with Queen Taylor Swift. She dropped two surprise albums this year, and both of them were outside of her normal range of music. It was a more alternative, soft sound, and I loved both of them. The first album she released was Folklore, which was a shock to everyone, but I thought it was just absolutely fantastic. I love The Last Great American Dynasty. I think it's so interesting that it's based on the real story of her house, and I think that it's just so fun to listen to because not only is it a song, but you're really learning about the life of the characters in the song, and I think that's super cool. I love Exile featuring Bon Iver. I think it's a really beautiful song that showcases her vocals very well. And I think the addition of Bon Iver was a very smart choice. His voice complements hers really well for this song. I was a big fan also of Illicit Affairs. Thought it was stunning. It The music is really pretty. I liked Mad Woman. I think it's funny and it is almost like ironic because everyone thinks Taylor Swift is crazy when in reality she's like a genius. And then the last one I really loved was Betty. I think it's really cool. And also the fact that all the characters are based off of Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' children. Really, really creative. Her second surprise release album came out a few weeks ago and it is called Evermore. Some of my favorite songs from this album are Champagne Problems. It is beautiful. Her vocals are fantastic. And the instrumental in this song is just out of this world. I love it. Um, Tolerate It, I think is really good. This song has not been rated as high by lots of critics, but I think it's very, very good. This is a personal favorite. It's not really because it's like a great song. I just think it's so funny and I really vibe with it. And it's Nobody No Crime featuring Haim the band. Um, I really loved Ivy and then Marjorie just makes me so emotional, especially because it has her late grandmother's vocals featured on it. I think it's a great song, really beautiful, very, just a wonderful song. Another recently released album was Wonder by Shawn Mendes. This has been long awaited by fans because he hasn't dropped an album recently and I thought this was fantastic. It is very different from his other albums, in my opinion. It's still pop, but it's a much different sound, and it sounds a lot more mature, in my opinion. And 
I love this. I think the title song, Wonder, which was the first single he dropped, is it's wonderful. I really love it. And then Higher is... It's not highly acclaimed, but I was a big fan. I think it sounds fun. It's catchy. Teach Me How to Love was really cool. I thought that one was really pretty. Monster featuring Justin Bieber was one of the last singles released before the album was released. And I am not a huge Justin Bieber fan usually, but I think that this is a fantastic song by both of them. Overall, this was a great album. I'm a huge fan, and I thought it was a great way to kind of end 2020 for Shawn Mendes. The next album I'm going to talk about is from a lesser-known artist, Gabriel Conti. He's mainly famous for the YouTube channel he shares with his wife, Jess. They're Jess and Gabe. They're a Christian couple on YouTube. They're so cool. I love them. So I was really excited when he started dropping music because they've been doing covers for years. His album is considered to be pop, but it's got some Christian elements, and it's a 10-song debut album. And his first single was I'm Not Sorry, which I thought was great. I was really interested to see what his music would be like, and I enjoyed this song. And I just love the album. I think it's a really great way for him to break out of the YouTube sphere. And I'm really excited to see what other music he releases. The next album that I really loved that came out this year was Kelsey by Kelsey Ballerini. Unfortunately, this album was released right when COVID was becoming major in the United States, so it didn't really get the hype that it deserved, but it was a fantastic album. Some of my favorite songs on this album were Homecoming Queen, which was the first single released. It's really a beautiful ballad that showcases popularity, not just as something that is you know, a gift, but as something that can be a cover-up for who we really are on the inside. And I thought it was really just a stunning song. I love dancing to Hole in the Bottle. It's just a fun song to listen to. It gets you in the mood for a Friday night, chilling out with friends and family and maybe watching a movie and just chilling out with your glass of wine or if you're underage, you know, your drink, whatever it may be. My other favorite, favorite song from this album was The Other Girl featuring Halsey. It's a great song. Their voices sound lovely together. They're very compatible artists. And I thought this just was a great, great, great song. Later on in 2020, Kelsey went on to release the Compliment album Ballerini, which is actually all of the same songs that are on Kelsey, but they're stripped down and bare. So whereas Kelsey is sort of like party pop songs, these are more beautiful ballads. And I think the way that she's able to change her voice to make the songs sound just as good in a completely different way um, is really testament to her talent as uh, a singer. Tarn Wells released his new album, Citizen of Heaven, this year. And he released some really fantastic songs such as Like You Love Me, which is beautiful, Until Grace, which features Rascal Flats, and I thought that it was a brilliant song. I loved their mixture of their voices, thought it was stunning. Overall, this album was just fantastic. It's a Christian album, and it really showcases his musical diversity. The last album I want to talk about also didn't get as much hype as I thought it would, but I really enjoyed it. It was Rare by Selena Gomez. Um, 
a lot of people think that Selena is only an actress and that that's what she should focus on. However, I actually really enjoyed Rare. I thought it was a great album, actually. I was super excited to see what her voice would sound like, and I really enjoyed a bunch of the songs. I liked A Sweeter Place featuring Kid Cootie, thought that was a great song. Um, Lose You to Love Me, which was one of the main singles on the album, was really beautiful. I thought it hit hard and also was a great story about her love life and what she's had to let go. And then one that I really liked was Look at Her Now, which is just a progress as a woman. And I thought it was a great song. So now I'm going to talk about some singles that I really enjoyed this year. Um, I guess some of them were technically from albums, but these are just songs I really enjoyed on their own. And some of them are newer than others, but I just really enjoyed these songs this year. For my Christian music, one of my favorite songs to sing is He Knows My Name by Francesca Battistelli. It's just such a beautiful song uh, about God really just knowing who you are as an individual. And even when you feel like, you know, you're at the end and that you're undeserving, God will always choose you. Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath is a song that always makes me tear up. It's about the broken world we live in and the way that we view things. And, you know, we can see something from a certain perspective, but we don't really know what's going on underneath. And there's so much that we don't see. So really just always being compassionate towards others is so important. Ed Sheeran recently released a new single called Afterglow. It's his first single in a while, and he did say that it's not going to be from his new album. It's just a song he wanted to release, and, you know, I personally think it'll still be a while before we see him have a major comeback because he's a new dad, and he's just really trying to soak up the time with his daughter, Lyra, but I really loved Afterglow. I thought it was beautiful. It's an emotional song, and I just really thought it was a great choice for him to release this. Young upstart Joshua Bassett released a single called Common Sense in April 2020. I absolutely adored this single. He's from the high school musical, The Musical TV show. And, you know, we got to see a little bit of his singing on the show. So when he chose to release a real single, I was super excited. And I really love Common Sense. It's a great song. And I'm excited to see what other music he releases in the future. Some Spanish singles I really enjoyed, some of which were featured on albums, some of which weren't were Caramelo Remix by Ozuna, Carol G, and Mike Towers. I love this song. It's so fun. Always gets me in a good mood. Mayores by Becky G is a great song. Bai Me Fui by Bad Bunny is a really fun one. I think he's a great artist, very talented. And Tusa by Carol G and Nicki Minaj was also a great one. This one topped lots of charts this year, and it deserved to. It's a great, great song. Lastly, one of my favorite songs, among many others that I just don't have time to mention, was Underdog by Alicia Keys. This was one of my songs that I sang all year long and that always gave me the energy to keep going. I think it's lyrically beautiful, musically beautiful, it's passionate and it's emotional, and it just really always made me feel like I had strength and I could do anything because even when you're the underdog, you can achieve and there's so many people just like you. Like most people, I have comfort bands that I choose to listen to. So the Beatles are one of them, and I like to listen to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Oh Darling, Octopus's Garden, Here Comes the Sun, and 
Yellow Submarine. I love listening to the Rolling Stones and songs like Mother's Little Helper, Monkey Man, Moonlight Mile, or Beast of Burden. Also, I will forever adore the Talking Heads and their songs Burning Down the House and Psycho Killer, which perhaps seem a little crazy, but I just think they're such wonderful songs. As always, you also have the timeless Bon Jovi with You Give Love a Bad Name and Living on a Prayer. Now I'm just going to talk about some movies and TV shows I watched this year. A lot of these were not new, but I just really liked them, and so I want to share with you guys. Some dating shows I watched this year because I thought they were so funny were Love is Blind and Too Hot to Handle, which are two Netflix originals. They're certainly a lot to handle, so you know you have to be in the right headspace to watch them, but they're really funny and never failed to make me laugh. I also watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette this year. Both seasons were extremely interesting. I would recommend if you're looking for a reason to contemplate not going on the show, but it's always a fun time to watch with friends. My family and I have been watching The Good Place this year. It's a really good feel-good show that just is fun to watch with family or with close friends. It's sweet, it's cute, and... You know, I think it's just very imaginative and you're able to think about what you would do if you were in this scenario and I just think it's a really enjoyable show. I've also been watching the old show Suits featuring Patrick J. Adams and it is a really fun one if you're kind of into the lawyer scenario. It's a great show, lots of funny friendships and romances, but also some really cool Um, scenes where you get to really witness what it's like to be a lawyer and in that type of lifestyle. So super awesome. I would totally recommend. During quarantine, we watched a lot of movies. I really can't even begin to remember all of them, but we watched all of the Marvel Avengers movies, which are fantastic. 11 out of 10. Would totally recommend if you've never seen them. They're so fun. Keep you on the edge of your seat. I adore them. Also, quick TV show, Emily in Paris is new on Netflix. It's super cheesy and kind of cliche, but um, it's a really, really fun show. I watched it with my mom and we both adore it. It is great. I would definitely recommend if you're looking for a cute little romantic comedy. Mr. Deeds is a movie that's currently streaming on Netflix featuring Adam Sandler and Winona Ryder. It is so funny filled me up with laughs and it's a really fun storyline. I definitely didn't see the ending coming at all. I love this movie and of course Adam Sandler, always a comedian, fantastic actor and Winona Ryder is the queen, period. So would definitely recommend. I just recently watched The Holiday featuring Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and Jude Law. This movie was so cute, so funny really had me on the edge of the seat rooting for the couples in this movie. I would definitely recommend. It's cute PG-13 from 2006. Definitely incorporates all the cozy elements that you would want to see. Uh, Definitely give this movie a watch. Lastly, you have to watch the timeless classic, The Breakfast Club with Molly Ringwald. A great movie. Um, Definitely maybe has some older mature elements but in general was a fantastic movie i really enjoyed it and it was super fun to watch with my family so if you have the opportunity to do so with yours i would recommend thank you guys so much for tuning in to my 2020 
movies and music recap. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to releasing more podcasts in 2021. Let's hope it's a great year.